Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Coach Josh. I want to officially welcome you guys and gals out to another Q&A with yours truly. My goal in the meantime is to put out as many Q&A videos as possible until I get myself back in rhythm. So if you're watching this live, do a big favor and share this broadcast. What's up, Ross Gallops? Let me know where you're, where you're watching from. Uh, share this broadcast. Hit the bell, all that good stuff. Get involved, engage. If you're watching this later on YouTube, like, hey, man, I wish I could get my question submitted. Well, you know what can solve that problem? Hit the bell, hit the subscription, hit the subscribe button first, then hit the bell, and then be on the lookout. No man, no woman should know the hour when Coach Josh is going to do his live Q&A. But if you want to be a part of the community, make sure you subscribe, hit the bell. Love to be, uh, um, love for you to be a part of our Unpluggers community here online. My name is Coach Josh. My goal is to help you make sense of your life, to help you grow spiritual God's optimal use. Uh, make sure for those who's getting familiar with these Q&As, the uh, timestamps are below. Hit the timestamp see, and see where the questions are. But let's get right to the chat box. Oh, and all the people who listen on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. I want to say thank you all so much for listening. If you can't watch videos while you work, you can also listen to it while you work. But besides that, let's get right into the, the chat box. What's going on, Ross Scallops, LaShondra Thomas? What's going on? Orlando Floyd, what's going on? Hey, coach. Wissetet, North Carolina. Tennis, you up the street. Dale Madrid, hey, coach. First time here. Thank you for being a part. First time, family. Hey, coach, watching from London. Thank you for watching for London. London Scout. Oh, London Scout said, you know what? I have my question ready all day. Where your question go? Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Raw scallops. What do I focus on when I'm fasting? How do I do it properly? Fasting is all about, number one, ultimately your fellowship with the Father. Like fasting is not really about getting an answer. Fasting is being fine-tuned by the answer. The closer you get to the answer, the more things become a little clearer in your life. Sometimes we think about fasting as a tool to get something. No, it should be a tool to get close to someone. So what do you focus on while fasting? Focus on improving. Focus on developing your relationship with God. Just focus on the things that matter. Growing closer, refining yourself, refocus yourself on things that matter so that when you come out of that fast, you'll begin or in the fast or close after the fast, things that you have been concerned about will become clearer in your life. So answer your question specifically, what do I focus on when I'm fasting? Focus on improving your relationship with God. Focus on going deeper into things of God. Focus on personal development and allow the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit uh, refine and remove the things that do not align to what he has in your life. So how do you do it properly? The, the, prop, the best way to fast is to fast in obedience. God would never, God never wants us to do a fast without his leading unless it's for dietary purposes or whatever. Go on a fast when you feel leading. Um, um, you don't want to just jump in the fast to do it. And we're talking about the, the seven-day food, no food. What we're talking about the big major fast. If you just feel like I need to wean myself off of sugar, you can fast off that. But make sure you are led by the Spirit of God when it comes to significant fast that could cause damages to your body. Hope that helps. Good question. Yes, I finally made it. Hi, guys. And like, what's going on, Christina? Christina, thank you for coming. Good afternoon, Chanel. Josh Moore says, I'm destroying my relationship with lying right now. Listen, man, uh, if you if there, if any part of you is destroying your relationship, Josh, you got to back out of it. One of two things is going to happen. Either you, if it's too deep, 
You need to kind of disengage, separate yourself from the relationship because you're only going to cause more damage. But if it's something that you can intentionally say, hey, I'm tired of doing this and the, the consequences of what you're doing is so damaging that it, 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 it inspires new disciplines, then, then keep the relationship going. But make sure you understand that you reap what you sow. So now you got to make sure that you sow different, sow truth and now instead of lies so that your significant other can grow into trusting you. But if you feel like this is a deep, a deeper issue, you, it's best for you to let that relationship go because it could be a selfish, it could be selfishness that's caused you to stay connected to a person and you're hurting that person in the process. So if you're if you're causing damage and it's so deep that only God through space and time and separation can fix, then you might want to um take a step away from the relationship. Antique, uh oh, see okay, here we go. Watch it from Antigua and the Caribbean. Thank you for watching, Dale. LaShondra Thomas says, hi, I want to fast, but how do I hear God's voice only? Don't go into it looking for a voice. Just go into it just being obedient. I think with fasting, sometimes we kind of overthink it or we treat God like a machine. Like if I do this, you, ex you I expect it. No, just go into the fast obediently and just stick with him. And you'll see him speak in many different ways. The reason why fasting is so important is holistic cleansing. It helps cleanse your body, your soul, your mind so that you're back fine-tuned to be able to go forward clearer and able to hear God deeper. Regina, what's how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Doing well. Thank you for asking. Regina, Jennifer R says, hi, coach. Jennifer, thank you for watching from Hawaii. Simba says, hey, coach, how do you stay con content with the season you're in in terms of the pruning stage? Pruning is necessary for fruit. The Bible says he prunes the, tr the branch so it can bear more fruit. Um, contentment is a mindset, my friend. Contentment is a mindset. Um, when you understand God, when you understand life, and you understand how the patterns of life, contentment becomes easier because you're in a place where you realize, hey, I can't budge God. I can't make God do anything. I can't, I can't make things happen. So I better either I'm going to be discontented or content. Because God is not going to budge according to his purpose and will. So how you stay content, you got to get clarity of who God is, clarity on how God moves out here in these streets, and clarity about, am I even ready for that next level? And because the pruning season is your best season. I am bearing more fruit right now from my past, my past pruning moments. It's because of my pruning moments, not my prosperous moments that made me the man who I am. So yes, pruning sucks. Yes, pruning hurts. But after you taste the fruit that comes out of your life from the pruning phase, you're welcome pruning going forward. Good questions. And I only got about to about 15, 20 minutes on this Q&A because me and BD, we're late in the week. But we're going to be doing the Good Guys podcast tonight, recording it for tomorrow. And it's going to be going to be talking about insecurities and low self-esteem. So make sure you find a way. Go to the Good Guys podcast on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the bell there so that you can um, stay abreast to what we're doing over there in the Good Guys universe. Hello from beautiful Swartz Creek, Michigan. What's going on, Michigan? Is it okay to date someone from a different denomination? Uh, it depends on the tenets of the denomination, the, the beliefs. If the beliefs are so drastically different that it's going to affect the home, then yeah, because Christians can be unequally yoked. You can be unequally yoked with a, with a, with a believer because a ba the, she may be a babe, he may be a babe, and you may be a seasoned vet. And no seasoned vet is going to waste their time with a babe. Um, because that's counterproductive. Now you breastfeed and a person that should be um, or walking alongside of you, healthy, whole as you. So it depends on the beliefs of the denomination. The denomination is so 
um, whatever, and is and it and it's just not. It, you just can't see how it can work. But yeah, if everything boils down, Dale. Whether or not God brought it, 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 whether or not this relationship is of God. If it's of God, it don't matter what denomination y'all in, because God will orchestrate it to where y'all find common ground, common um um precepts, and go forward. And if that person is so pro kojic so pro non dominational so pro uh um um. Um, Pentecostal, so pro, whatever that they 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 that they've made their denomination an idol, then run away, run as far as you can. It's okay to date someone. Okay, all right. Chanel Green says, "I'm too open with new relations. How do I date without moving too fast? You move according to God's pace. You know what I'm saying? And you just got to Chanel. You just got to say, you know what? I'm done with dating. I'm done with just casual dating. I'm not just gonna go out here and date someone just to be dating them. I'm gonna date the one God has for me. See." Courting, I used to do videos courting versus dating, but dating is a part of the courting. I only date my wife. There should be a person where there's so much confirmation from God that you only date that individual. And my wife and I still date to this day because I, I'm, I'm, I'm endeavoring to get to know the depths of her. Just because I married her doesn't mean I know her completely. No, I got to get to know her. But casual dating is not for the believer. You know, just the dating, just to be dating is a waste of your time. God's a purpose God. He's a productive God. He's a detailed God. And God doesn't want you wasting your time having people in and out of the um, the um, driver's seat of your life. And then when God, and why would God bring you somebody when there's somebody else occupying that person's place? So it could be you delaying um, your destiny being manifested in regards to the one that God has for you because you're out there casual dating. So if you're open to the relationship, you got to be open to the relationship with God. That's the relationship you got to be open towards because then he'll be the one that will determine who comes through, not the revolving door of your life, but that that one door in your life that says, this is the one for you. So what you got to do is slow yourself down, go in pace with God and say, you know what, in regards to just, you know, in regards to casual dating, I'm closed on that because I'm going to trust God. And, and the real question that everyone has to ask themselves, why don't I trust God with this? That's the real question single people have to ask. Why do I not trust God? Because if you trust God with it, you wouldn't even be looking over there. You know you could trust somebody when you can leave them with a thousand dollars, leave them with a bunch of money, or leave them with whatever, and know that it's going to be there when you get back. Or if you got a sound investor, a person that's very good in the investing world, you know for a fact, I don't got to check up on that person. I don't got to be looking over their shoulder because I know they got it. We always look over the shoulder of God like God ain't about this. Like, like God can't handle this business. Like God ain't good at being God. And the best matchmaker of all times is God. So you have to trust him. You have to trust him. And that will kind of pace you from moving too fast in the casual dating sphere. And you'll be like, you know what? I don't care if he is attractive. I'm not going to be trying to guess if he's the one. I'm going to wait for the one with the corresponding confirmation that gives me the clearance and the clarity that I need to start the communication process of this new companionship. Dale Medra says, should there be kissing and dating? Good question. Um... Man, you got to be careful with that one. I mean, it just depends. Like, I know there's two spectrum. I can't sit there and lie. You know, me and my wife kissed before we got married. Um, looking back at it, was it beneficial? Nah. I mean, what's the point? Um, but but I, I, I can't really say because I know I did it because it's difficult. You know what I'm saying? But to be honest, to give you wisdom back, uh, hindsight being 2020, you just got to know what you can handle. I just think, I just think. 
Well, my wife and I were virgins, so it was only but so far we're going to go because of our experiences. But I'm just talking about if kissing turns the engine that leads you to sexual intercourse, then you might not want to kiss. Now, that's between you and that person. Uh, you got size of the spectrum says you shouldn't. Um, but I would advise universally uh, to everyone, you probably shouldn't. You probably should, you know. Uh, but you're dealing with two virgins here. So we had to do what we had to do. But at the same time, not everybody can handle what comes with after doing the do. So the best advice would be stay away from. But I didn't practice what I'm preaching now. So I'm not sitting there saying I'm I did that. Me and my wife, now we kiss. That's life. But if you know you can't handle yourself, stay away from that. That's the best advice I can give on that one. Jessica Mill says, hey, coach, how do we know what things God wants us to be attracted to in a guy? Mm, good question. Hey, coach, how do we know what things God wants us to be attracted to in a guy? Is it the things I've been attracted to for most of my life? If I like black men, does that mean because? Yeah, like it's interesting. Let me give this story. I, I used to be very fond of, of what's her name off the Jamie Foxx show? Man, my wife. So my wife. So tried. I forgot her name. What was the uh, fancy? I was so fond of fancy that I was like. I don't know why I liked Fancy so much. And then come to find out my wife um, looks like Fancy. It's crazy. Like, God has a way of, because you got to understand, God was the one that formed and fashioned your mother's womb. He fashioned the attractions. He, with, woven within your uniqueness was um, 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 traits and things that correspond to the purpose you will have. And if God foresaw informing you in your mother's womb that there was this individual, then that was imprinted in you before you was even born. So who you are, everything about your purpose was imprinted on you. Just like your in your DNA was your color, was your uh, potential height, was all these different things, size of your nose, size of the forehead, size, whatever, whatever, whatever. Everything was already engrafted within your DNA, right? What was engrafted in your creative DNA was everything that corresponds to the purpose that God has for you. So it's so anything that you're drawn to, even from me, that's why I tell kids in my school, what's your favorite color? Not what color that you, you was told to like, but what's your genuine favorite color? Because that color is going to tell you about your purpose. What are you drawn to? Because that was drawn in you. Whatever you're drawn to was drawn, drawn inside of you. So if you like black men, you probably going to have a black husband. If you like men a certain height and you genuinely like that outside of any other influences, you just genuinely like a specific man. You genuinely like a specific woman and liking a specific person doesn't mean everybody else is ugly. So people shouldn't get offended by about what about the type of person you like. If you like a certain type of woman, don't let nobody talk you out of that. You like what you like. I don't care what your mom and daddy got to say about what color or shade this brother is. You like what you like because God placed within your creative DNA corresponding things that connects with your purpose. So when any people, anybody wants to question you on what you're drawn to, make sure you understand they wasn't the one that held the marker, the painting, uh, painting brush or the pen that drew who you are. So you like who you like for a reason, because God drew, uh, drafted that, drew that inside of you and you're just naturally connected to it. And that's real. So how do you know what things God wants us to be attracted to in a guy? Is it the things I've been attracted to the most of my life? Exactly. 
Anything and everything that you was attracted to genuinely, just a deep connection to, no outside influence, you're just naturally drawn to that, gifted to that, chances are that is giving you a glimpse or a clue of what your purpose and your future is going to be like. If I like black men, does that mean because my husband is? You're darn right, Jessica. If you like them uh, black, if you like a coffee black, don't add no cream. Next question. How do you know when to stop fasting or when God is released? You'll know when to stop. Everything has to be in trusting that God will speak to you, that God will let you know when to start, when to stop. You have to believe that God can't really work in that realm if there is a blockage of disbelief. You have to believe that God will answer you. So how do you know when it's time to stop fasting? When 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 the purpose of the fast is over. And the only way you know the purpose of the fast is talking to the one uh, to the person that's telling you to go on that fast. And you'll know when I'm off a of fast as a natural release, like I'm released to go to the next level. I felt like this chapter is done. That's just that's the fruit of my fellowship with the Holy Ghost that helps me know that the more you grow with God, the more you fellowship with God, the more you get to know him, the better those cues will be in what to do with your life. Good question, though, fam. All these are good questions. I love I love Q&A's, man. It's sharp as my blade and is is good to serve you all with. it. All right. Taking a mental break from everyone in social media, how to take this time to get clarity and get close to it. Listen, great question. Uh, social media 10 to 20 years from now will be considered, <clears throat> will have risk at the bottom of every device, will have risk because of the dopamine that's increased based upon like this. The, the companies did it on purpose. When you swipe down a little swirly ball come, they delay the, the notifications because it's setting your mind up for dopamine because you look at the phone hoping that you got, hoping that you got a text from that person, hoping that you got a DM, like you're, 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 you're looking to that social media device for validation. And so the best way to ensure your true value is to remove yourself from anything that you're getting validation from. And that's what social media is there for. So you gotta, you gotta have a social media account. Your social media account can't have you. You got to make sure that that's a tool for 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 a respectable, respectable leisure, a tool for ministry. But if it becomes a tool for uh, self-esteem and validation, you got to get off that thing. And usually when you get up, I remember I took a social media fast maybe seven years ago and my social media engagement hasn't been the same. Like I had to break away from that social media stuff because I made that thing my identity. I was like, yo, man, everything I had to check my stats. I was trying to see if I had a triple double. Every time I looked at my status, did I get it? Did I get a did I get a hundred likes? Did I get did I get about at least good 20 comments? And did I get about good 10 shares? I was looking for a triple double, hundred likes, 20 more, 20 or more comments, and 10 plus shares. And I became that was seven years ago. And I had to wean myself off that because my valid the validation of what God told me to post was based upon the algorithm, was based upon uh people engaging. No things has it place. But now I post stuff no matter what time, even though I know that time is probably not the best time for engagement, but I don't post stuff for myself. I post it for the person that God wanted me to post for. And so you have to look at your social media patterns and habits and see. Either is this benefit? Am I am I producing beneficial habits or detrimental habits? If you got detrimental habits and your identity and worth and your validations in what other people in a in 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 a, in a phone or in the world has said about you, got to cut yourself off. That simple as that. You got to take a mental break. You got you got to you got to take breaks from things. You can't just always engage with stuff and and not put yourself on limits. 
like like this week, I'm 19% lower on my screen time. I'm my goal is to make sure that I always most of my screen time is YouTube. Like I I'm rarely online. Like 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 I'm mostly I'm on email. I'm mostly on um um YouTube. But I'm trying to get that thing. I want to keep seeing percentages coming down because listen, I'm a part of a generation. Literally, literally, I'm just 33 years old. But I grew up in a generation where there were no cell phones. Imagine that. There was a time in my teenager. My first cell phone didn't come until I was 19 years old. I didn't get my first cell phone until I was 19. I still I remember dial up. I remember when we didn't even have Internet. I remember when you had to go buy Internet on a little CD. Internet on CD, and you had to get a um, a phone cord. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I was a part of that era because now I know the balance. I love going outdoors. I love uh, quality time with people. I actually know how to communicate with people. I don't need a phone or a device to communicate. I know how to communicate people to people. That's what's going to make me dope in the future because a lot of people right now, what's going to set them up for failure in the future, they're being, their people skills are being corroded because they're so focused on their social media skills. Listen, people are going to have what you always, and there's some basic stuff, no matter how advanced technology gets, that people, that humans understand. That's why they're trying to get into this artificial intelligence. I ain't, I ain't gonna get into no conspiracies, but you gotta take breaks from social media. That's what I'm trying to say. I believe I heard the Holy Spirit, but how can I be sure? The first time it was a voice. Four years later, I heard a whisper, and that was it. Um, I look at I look at the Spirit of God like I look at Jesus. Jesus didn't heal the same way. He healed multiple different kind of ways, and I believe he speaks in multiple different kind of ways. Um, but when God speaks, is what you do. This, this is the first habit you must do. When God speaks, write it down. Write it down. Don't think about it. Put it on the shelf. Go throughout your day normal and let God supernaturally confirm it. When you hear from, when you hear things, the best way to make sure is of God, number one, the first thing that you're going to feel is going to be such a distinct, a distinctive peaceful presence. Every time God is speaking to you, you're stopped in your tracks. You can remember where you've heard it. You, you It's the very descriptive. It's very definitive. It's very um, um, poignant. Like you're like, man, like there's a peace. There's like a tangible peace letting me know this is of God. If that ain't there, it's either indigestion, either demonic stuff, or just creative triggers. Is you walking around and something trigger you? But God's always going to give you his peace. It's going to be a presence that comes with 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 this spoken word, with his with his di different differentiating of communication angles. You see what I'm saying? But write it down, put it on the shelf, continue on about your day. And when God confirms it, it should be a shock. It should be a shock because you're not looking for it. You should just let it go and go forward. I know the temptation is, but I just got to find out. You don't got to find out. God doesn't always tell you everything because you're not ready to handle everything. But God tells you things in dosage. You may hear, man, you know what God told me 11, 12 years ago? And I ain't seen half of what he told me. And it was confirmed through prophecy a year later. I ain't seen not even close to half of what I heard back then. I ain't going to stop. I ain't going to quit. I have seen 50% of what I've seen. But God shows you things in stages to keep you like markers, to keep you keep running. I told you. I told you. Keep staying with me. Stay with me. Stay with me now. He'll show you things. And, and he may show you two years after he told you one thing. You just got to go with his flow. Was it okay for Solomon to have so many wives at the time? Back then, man, that's how, that's how they got down. You know, but that's not how we get down now. So it wasn't okay for him to have that many wives. 
But in this day, the Bible talks about marriage between one man and one woman. Tia says, is it okay to hang out with just a guy friend, movies, dinner, but we're just friends? I do think I may start. There you go. Don't be exclusive with someone that 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 God hasn't initiated because exclusivity brings or leads to intimacy. You know what I'm saying? And if there's any potential, any hint, that's what you should do. If you really want to spend time with this gentleman, if you really just want to, this is me giving advice outside. Like if you really want to spend time with him in a group, don't be exclusive with him. Because if you already going into it thinking that you may like him, that you may be interested in him, then it's best to make sure that you're surrounded with accountability. And if you don't have that accountability present in your city, in your town to be with you with that person, then it's best for you to not to even communicate with that person. Only see him out and about. Because if you start getting into the DMs, y'all start talking, y'all start texting, y'all start doing all these different things, intimacy is going to build. I wouldn't even say intimacy. Before intimacy is infatuation, interest Interest, idleness leads to interest. Interest leads to infatuation. Infatuation leads to intimacy. You cannot be idle. Idleness has you. Idleness will lead you to be interested in things that you shouldn't be interested in. You got to always stay productive, especially if you know that interest is going to lead to you interacting. Interest then leads to interacting. No, no, no. Uh, uh, what was the first I? Um, idleness leads to uh, uh, being easily influenced, being easily influenced leads to you being interested in things you shouldn't be interested in, being interested in things leads to you interacting with things you shouldn't be interacting with, interacting with exclusive things leads to intimacy being built, intimacy being, oh, infatuation being built, and after infatuation, intimacy. Got to be very careful. That's what the Bible says, love not the world. Before there's love, there has to be interest. Before there's interest, there has to be influence. All this in my new book right now, that's why it's coming off the tongue. I'm, I'm, I've been in this. See what I'm saying? And influence is heaviest when a mind is idle. Idleness, influence, interest, interaction, infatuation, and intimacy. You don't want that. And then after intimacy, injury. I'm going to write that in my book. That injury is a good one. Injury. You don't got infatuated. You don't got intimate. And now you emotionally, socially, physically, mentally injured. And now you got to go back and get cleaned up and healed up again and all that good stuff. Tiffany says, hey, coach, what are some good ideas, activities to keep godly daily relationships fresh? Good question. I think you asked this question long other time. So I'm glad I, when I saw your question in the video the other time, I said, dark on it. But I'm glad you hopped in right now, Tiffany. Now, oh, I got to go. All right, last one, maybe one more and I got to go because BD and I, eight o'clock. Good Guys Podcast. Tiffany Miles says, hey, coach, what are some good ideas, activities to keep a godly dating relationship fresh? Man, sometimes the best things are the simple things. Going places where you can communicate. Going places where you can talk. If you're with a person that you feel God has for you or you're, you know, some of y'all are already in situations right now where y'all are trying to figure it out. You don't want to be in situations that occupies y'all's attention. You want to be in places where y'all have each other's attention because that's when you begin to notice red flags, hear red flags, um, discern red flags, discern good flags. You see what I'm saying? Discern confirmation. But if you always go into places that 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 occupies y'all's attention, then y'all don't have the time to give each other the necessary attention y'all need for discernment. So the best things to keep things fresh is anything like pottery, like me and my wife did pottery. You know, we like to go for walks, we like to do things, um, we just like to spend time with each other. I think I think you keep things fresh when communication stays fresh. 
And if you can go to a place where you can communicate and talk to each other and get to know each other and process different things, you can do that. But what can really help you, and I ain't trying to put no plug, but I have a card game and a book that will help all dating relationships. It's a card game called Dating Prep. You can get my card game right now at ezygames.com. It's a dating game where there's questions on every three levels. There's questions for the cloud phase, questions for the cement phase, questions for the corporation phase. There's questions for the cloud phase. That means y'all guys, y'all, you guys, and y'all both on cloud nine. Basic question. I have a book called Dating Prep that goes with that too. All the questions in my card game are in the book that tells you why you should ask those questions and for y'all to jot down each other's answers. So there's a book you get for him. There's a book you get for you. And y'all ask each other the question. Y'all write the questions down. And there's four flags. There's the red flag, the yellow flag, the green flag, and the white flag. That's cars. Those are actual cars where you could be able to say that question is a red flag. That qu red flag means, uh, Warning, warning. Uh, yellow flag means not bad, but kind of bad. So we probably should slow down. Um, green means, oh, that's a good question. It's a go. Let's go. And the white flag means we need to break up. I surrender. We got to get out of this. So this question, this the cloud phase, y'all on cloud nine. Whoop de whoop. Oh, we excited. Cement means, yo, it's just getting real. Like, I, I think I love you. I feel like I love you. But where are we going from here? There's questions for the cement phase. The corporation phase is when y'all engage and y'all about to get married and how you're going to build an empire together. There's three ways to play it. For singles, singles, you can get this card game right now to find out what are your answers, what are your answers to these questions. So you can do it individually. As a single person, you can play the game with just you and your boo. And y'all just kind of asking questions. You can. There's also a double date phase where you double date with somebody else. And it's how would you, I uh, forgot the bottom part. How would you, uh, do you remember? And so you would be like, what's my favorite color? If he gets it wrong, y'all lose a point. If he gets it right, y'all get a point. And there's a way, there's a way to play with the counselor, with the, with the pastor, someone that, that you trust, where that person goes through the card game and selects questions to ask y'all and help y'all navigate through the answers. So that game, I think, would keep the relationship fresh because you're able to ask each other's questions and kind of really see from their heart where they're about. So there's, uh, I think that's pretty much all the books, all my books in my school. Um, but go to Amazon, get the dating prep book, go to all these resources are at IamUnplugged.com. I am unplugged, I-A-M-U-N-P-L-U-G-G-E-D.com. Hit the, hit the uh, menu tab and you'll see all of the, you'll see all of the, uh, tabs, go to games or go to books. And you'll be able to get the book dating prep and you'll be able to get the card game dating prep. And I think that's a fresh way to help you guys and gals stay fresh in y'all godly dating relationship. I got to go. Got five minutes to get ready, which means I got to I got to put all the timestamps up. I got to download it to put it on SoundCloud. So coach just doesn't do these videos. There's a lot of work I got to do in them. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Uh, anything uh, you want to give, you want to support our mentoring program, you want to uh, help support the channel. Uh, if you want to get books, got six books, two card games, two coaching courses, all those resources on my website, IamUnplugged.com. Check it out. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Um, Got to go. Peace. See y'all. And t-shirts. At the bottom of all my YouTube videos are t-shirts. So if you want to support that way, get you a shirt. Um, I'm, I'm going to increase my, um, online store with new shirts, shirts that have my quotes on them. Um, but, uh, yeah, love you guys. Y'all be blessed. See y'all next time. Peace.